Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabunker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Apologies for not posting last week. Uh, we were sidetracked by a long Tim Hortons line. And uh, there was also uh, a students in the edit suite when I walked in oh. there. And they, all, and they all stopped. It was like a scene from a movie where the bad people walk into the bar. The good guy walks into the bar and all the bad people stop and look at the person who walked in and stop talking. That's what happened when I opened the door. And I said, I went, is Dan here? And they all looked around at each other. They didn't even answer, I don't think. And I was like, let him know I'm looking for him. And I closed the door and I was like, oh, second year students. Eee, eee, let me out of here. I, mean, I escaped there with my life. Okay, and well. then we got into the long lineup after that. And uh, But I'm glad we had a week to think about Ahsoka. Yeah, I, I am too. Yeah. You know, We got our final episode last week. I wasn't happy with it. I really kind of, I was mad after. A, and I'm glad we didn't. I, I would have been angry. I would have been like complaining about the whole time. Not that I'm not going to co- complain this week, but you know, I have had some time to think about it and realize that it's, you know, it's just a TV show. It's not the end of the world that they didn't do anything with it. Uh, well, I mean, the fact that you're we're, we do a podcast called Star Wars Nerds because we love Star Wars, um, and we're kind of uh, ho-hum on, on that whole thing is a little discouraging, I'd say. I wouldn't say I was ever angry. I was along for the ride the well, whole time. But, but, yeah, I think a week out from Ahsoka, and I think it's safe to say from the finale, it's not like anybody's still talking about it. Absolutely not, no. no. It did not. I would say it made very little impact on the larger Star Wars fandom. Uh, people accept it because it is Star Wars. It's, the quality is always good, the production quality. Yeah, you know production it's gonna be quality, good. top notch. Perfect. Yeah. But it is um, boring. Uh, it didn't really do anything. It didn't give us anything. It didn't add anything to the Star well, Wars you universe. Look, you look at where were we when we started and where were we when we ended, and we just crisscrossed. Right. We crisscrossed our wires. So it's like you could have actually had them at the end go, can you believe that we were stranded in that galaxy and now we're stranded in this one? And that guy was in this galaxy and now he's in that one? Oh, happenstance <laughs> like it was like that it was like a little yeah. too a little too like well, that's all like that's the whole point of this yeah and and it didn't start off to the last episode just looking at it now it wasn't off to a good start because we begin with uh morgan our villainous morgan uh who gets secret super witch powers from the witches uh from the dathomir witches and, and they basically try to supercharge her yeah. they like they like we give you the power of shadow. The power of Grayskull. Uh, the power. <laughs> may the Lord's power go with you. The power of Christ compels you. But it's yeah. like, um, but like, hey, so they do this. They they feel the force. They they got. <laughs> they it's like it's like Mr. Miyagi. They're like. <laughs> Like rubbing their hands together, they supercharge her head, and she's got crazy eyes after that. Does that happen at the beginning of the episode? Yes, it's right at the beginning here. That's and amazing. Thrawn's just watching them. He's like sitting there, like stone faced, yeah. just watching with no reaction at all. So my question is: after all this, now she has Jedi powers, and she just stays yeah. there. By the way, she doesn't. Does she ever go out and use them, or does she just stay in that control well, room she, the whole time? It allows her to uh, mind meld with the saber or something. Right, like right. there's some. It was there's a very some, there's a green glow that just, that uh, comes out but, of the saber now. But the um, the question I have is that those three witches on their own seem pretty powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they get involved? No, in they this w- fight? they got to get on that ship. Well, I know. Like, they they bought a they bought a boarding pass for three people and they're going to use it. <laughs> That's 
right? They don't want to pay for extra luggage. Let this, and then we've got yeah. kind of now. What do you think of this sword? It's like a, it's like um, a flaming sword. It's like yeah. the first time we've ever seen this kind of a thing in Star Wars. I mean, it's all fine. Uh, like I don't, I don't object to this. But you, you just mentioned something, and you said Thrawn's kind of standing there watching. It's like, yeah, he does a lot of standing around and watching. And I think one of the things this show needed to do, it had to do it, is show he's cold and calculating. He's thought through everything. He is going to win at all costs. He will never be made a fool again. He even says in that episode, I will not. I will never be thwarted by a prepubescent Jedi. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't say that, but he says, I, I, it's not happening. But we at no time see him unleash any power that's anything other than standard. And and he's often wrong, and he's, and he often can't find something. Like, he couldn't find Ezra on the planet where they found him, like, in an hour. In two seconds. And, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And he's not, like, he's yeah. failing quite often yes. and not really admitting it and saying, it's okay, I already, I planned yeah. for myself to fail all along. Like, he doesn't yeah. acknowledge his failures or even seem to care about it. Um, and he's going, He's go- he wants to get back to the other universe. Okay, great. Or to the other galaxy. Um, but... We have no sense of of what he's going to do when he gets there. Yeah. Like, without that, I mean, there's nothing menacing. And he's got one Star Destroyer, as far as we know. right. Right? So, yeah, great. There, we don't know what the threat is. Right now, the threat is that he's, like, I would rather a start at this point. He's just arrived in the main galaxy that we that it all takes place in. Yeah. How do we stop him? And now I guess it's going to be season two, but I just think they're planning out too far, and they're just trying to build this out too much, and they're just stretching yeah. this. This is too thin. There wasn't enough substance to the series. Um, so then we go, we cut to Ezra. Now, all of a sudden, Ezra wants a lightsaber. I don't get this. Why didn't he want to use the lightsaber before? I, uh, see, Ezra's character so- Similarly to Thrawn's, the backstory doesn't make sense. He doesn't want to use the saber. That should be his personality now. I'm the guy who doesn't use a saber. You don't need a saber. Look at me. Look what I can do without right, a saber. Right. But yeah. The, no, he's but building that, one. But the I don't use a saber, it's like the it's like an hour later, Indiana Jones is like, actually, I like snakes. And he's holding them and he's, <laughs> he's running like, around with eels. them. No, no, eels. Remember yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> Actually, I do like them. I, I, I was wrong right. about this. Yeah. Okay. So so that that is not built up properly. That no. is just is a story thread that doesn't work. It, it was just, I think, created in that moment yeah. to, so that he could throw people around with the force and that she could have yeah. the lightsaber because they only had one, right? And then now he builds his own and now they all have their own lightsaber. But for, for a guy who didn't want to use it, and by the way, even when he was throwing people around, it wasn't that impressive. No, he's just, it like, was just like slamming them up against the yeah. building or the vehicle. Vehicles, yeah. Right? Yeah. Wasn't great, um, and he's sitting there talking to Hu Yang, and uh, I guess we get a bit of a hint as far as how old Hu Yang is. Like he's been around for a long time, training the Jedi. Does he say, does no, he, he doesn't say long enough okay. to be or blah blah blah, whatever, some kind of yeah. thing like that. So they don't really find tens of thousands of years. Yeah, I yeah. imagine. I imagine he's yeah. pretty old. Like I think that I wouldn't be surprised to see some kind of a, a prequel story come out yeah. in a comic book or something where we see Hu Yang. A long time ago. He's like me going to class and going, I've taught here so long, and this is the biggest bunch of slackers I've ever seen in my life. So he, it's a, that's him. He's like, I have taught. Do you understand? I've taught the world's greatest Jedi, and you're like, you can't even put up a defense to this bear. Like, baby Yoda kicked my ass, right. all right? Yes, like, like right. you guys don't know shit. Yeah, no, he would have yeah. trained baby Yoda, too. Yeah, sure hey, he That's would've. pretty cool, yeah. I never thought about that before. So then he gives him the part he needs to fix his lightsaber. He gets it. He gets it fixed. Uh, and then Sabine is watching. Uh, I don't remember what Sabine says there, but whatever. 
Together. Not much happens. No, like, this is so boring. This, this, the, the, the story. Once again, the setup and payoff to their to our hero's story. We don't have enough. And even if you watch Rebels, I don't believe you have enough. No, no, no. based on what happens in Rebels, and then of course we have this. Like this is the problem. This is what Thrawn sends a couple of Tie Fighters. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like he, they found out they know where they are. They're moving yeah. very slowly. Like like um, Ahsoka's ship is like hovering over the convoy yeah. here to make sure everyone's together, and so they know where they are. And so he sends two Tie Fighters to take care of them. Come on. Why yeah. would you send more? Send another couple of, of uh, troop ships. He's so stingy, and who and and then you realize, oh, they can bring the witches can bring them back to life anyway. Yeah. So why be stingy? Yeah. Why, why not, not throw them, everything at them every send time? Send them all in. Like it doesn't. I don't understand the the. Uh, uh, li- I'm limiting what I can actually do here. And then they have this yeah. problem. It just it feels weird that they have this problem that the ship is, like, sinking. Like, why can't they just move the things out of the way and let it drop to the ground? The ship is sinking? Well, <laughs> right here, where the ship is, like, hovering. They da- oh, yeah, got yeah. damaged by the TIE Fighters, and it's yeah. like they have to hold it up with a force because it's going to crush one of the vehicles. And it seems like a very easy fix to me. Just move this stuff out of the way and let it drop. Like, it's not difficult. I just feel like they're trying to create tension here when there doesn't need to be. Like, I mean, it's a, I mean the tension. The tension should be built into the story. Yeah, right. Right. And we don't, we, and it isn't. It's not built into the. It's just story. like here's another tense situation where they have to get out of of being attacked. But and, look, but I mean, the thing about this is, it's all once again surface level good, right? So I'm I'm watching this on the screen. I'm seeing Tie Fighters. I'm seeing like they take out the Tie Fighters. It's great. It's cool. The little creatures on the ground are cute and cool. Yeah. I like I like our main characters here too. That's the other thing. I actually like them. Like, but what's missing is the depth and the of the backstory. It's just it's just missing so that we just don't have stakes in this. Yeah, exactly. I just don't yeah. care. And and yes, the the ship crashes again. Uh oh. Now what are we gonna do? Like it just seems like they're we're gonna just... fix it. Is what we're gonna do again? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're spending again. half the series fixing the ship. So it's just it doesn't seem like a great ship to me. I know they spent a lot of time doing that in the in the original movies with the Millennium Falcon, but it was kind of a joke, mm-hmm. and it was funny, uh, and it was always like. It, it did add, like, I think about the scene where they're escaping Cloud City and they can't, the hyperdrive doesn't work, and that's an ongoing bit throughout the entire film. And then finally, R2 saves the day, and, and that's a great moment in that movie. Uh, there's nothing like that here. There's nothing that saves the day. They, they you know, I don't know. It just seems like them standing around talking a lot, and again, very boring. Yeah. So then they, uh, what do they decide to do? I don't even remember here. So uh-huh. he's... Um... You know, and once again, where he's going to send the troopers and the thing that we thought was going to happen on the previous episode happens in this one. And that is undead stormtroopers. Oh, yeah. You were right about that. You did call that one. Yes. Yeah. But I I thought it was going to happen earlier. And why couldn't it have happened? No reason. They look they look like they're undead in those uh, in those um, in that armor. So they could have already been undead. And um, under his control, and that would have been cool. I don't think we needed to watch the witches bring them back to life. I don't think that really no, added I, anything to it. And it could have been, yeah. it certainly could have been a bigger threat. If they are undead, then they should be able to take, like, there should be way more of them. Yeah. They should, like, it, what you get is, like, strength in numbers, and it's just a wave <laughs> of, like, zombies. We might get, like, a little bit of World War Z thing happening, but that's kind of the thing you're looking for with this kind of a threat, right? It's just not, if they just stand there and look badass but don't do anything, then there's no threat like, to them. I I thought Thrawn was going to say, I've lured them in by making it look like I've got virtually no army. They're going to get here and it's going to be a massive army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been like a Thrawn. That yeah. would have been a, that would have been a move. 
And now, so we see yeah. them. Now they have to go and stop them. They're going to the Death Star. I like the way they're hooking up the Death Star to the ring here. It the looks kind of cool. Oh, not Death Star. Sorry, the, the Star Destroyer. Star Destroyer. Yeah. Uh, the Star that... Destroyer is parked on a giant penis. By the way, I have to point out for those for people who might not have noticed that. I didn't. I yeah. wasn't going to say anything. But uh, um... that's a that's a penis they parked on. I didn't realize that you needed. A How convenient! Of... I didn't know you had yeah. to park a Star Destroyer. I thought you yeah. could just let it hover there because <laughs> we've I seen it what... hover before in other movies. I guess for the, the for the sake of getting out of that thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. They can't beam up and down. I guess that's why oh, yeah, Star so Trek. They don't have beaming In technology. In Star Trek, that's why they invented beaming up. Exactly. Because they just didn't know. They didn't have any penises to park on. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, now they, have to, but now they have to get onto the Star Destroyer before yeah. at least. They have to climb the penis before it goes. <laughs> and so, I, I guess they have to get to the bottom and there's an elevator up to the top. I don't remember how they get to the top here. Well, but they, that's where they start fight, going upstairs and fighting stormtroopers uh, the whole way. Yeah. And once again, that, you know, I, I'm not opposed to that concept. And how about this? Like, they suddenly they all have force powers. Like, Sabine has not yeah. had great force, like, very esta- clearly established. She's not very good with the force. But and we, she's doing something here. Right. But we haven't, we've seen her, we haven't seen her move a damn thing. There's Thrawn so sitting there doing We haven't nothing. seen her get better at anything. No. But then suddenly she has fully formed yeah. force powers, which is not also a little bit of a weaker kind of storytelling. Mm hmm. Yeah, All right, so they, they drive. That. They get into the doors somehow, and they use the force. There's Thrawn sitting still. I think Thrawn moves like two inches the entire episode. I don't think he actually moves very much. I just think they needed to make him like a brainiac who has it all figured out, but he doesn't tell anybody. He just, he just, it, his plan, he puts his plan of attack into action and we're all thrown by it because he's so much smarter than everybody. Yeah. But his whole plan appears to just be, you're going to raise dead stormtroopers. That's it. That's the whole thing. And then in this scene, so we, the three of them are inside the penis now and they're, they're at the base of the, (laughs) I'm not going to call it the base of the penis. I'm not going to call that anymore. Anyway, they're fighting (laughs) off, there's stormtroopers coming at them and they're just like, blow, like deflecting blaster um, shots back at them. There's this, no real sense of danger. Not at all. No. Like I'm, This is exactly the kind of stuff we would see in every other Stormtrooper or Star Wars movie when they just very easily fight off the Stormtroopers. So these are not a threat at all. And I was yeah. very like, this is just lame. I actually thought, actually thought this was a lame scene because it's there's no problem. I would like to see Ahsoka do, um, I'd like to see her sense of humor come to the fore a little bit yeah. more, like even when she's fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like I jokes. thought there's some opportunities here for... You know, like at the end, she she gets into her uh, into her pose, and that's kind of cool. But um, like, so they're all laying on the floor. The stormtroopers, the witches are doing their incantation. Might as well walk away now, guys. Might as well, <laughs> might as well, like, like you could probably get up all those stairs, and the stormtroopers are going to come back, and they're going to be so dumb, they're not even going to know where they're supposed to go. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Uh, that could have been a funny scene, actually. Well, it could have been, yeah. They could have had some funny yeah. dialogue going yeah. back and forth and stuff like yeah. that. Like, there's a way to do that and, right. and make it work. Like, we are going to wake up these stormtroopers. So they they ultimately wake up, but they have no idea where they are or what they're supposed to do. That right. would be an incredible – that would be a lot of fun. I didn't love the green glowing eyes either of the stormtroopers. I just think that's kind of dumb. Like, their eyes are behind the thing. You shouldn't be able to see them. I'm sorry, yeah. that's dumb. I just didn't like it. You know, it's just kind of a, oh my God. And it was, I get the feeling this is meant to be like a big shocking moment. Like they're yeah. really like, <gasps> they're getting back up. But I'm like, I we you predicted it. We all saw this and coming. They, we all knew this was happening. Around, they wait around for it. Too. Yeah. They're waiting, they're standing. They're sitting there going, what, yeah. what? And there's all this, yeah. again, it's very drawn out, very like slowly paced in general. I think Look how it, slow they're moving their yeah. lightsabers. Like, I duh. think it would have been better if. Um, and they're shuffling. Now they're shuffling like zombies now they're not even taught like working yeah you know it's just not it would have been better if ahsoka would have gone like hang on 
watch this, and then they come back to life. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, or she like, <laughs> she knows what's gonna happen. It's a trick, get an axe. But they don't yeah. know yeah, what's yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. happen. Then it's like like it's a little bit better already. Yeah, I get, I get it. Right? Yeah, it's just not again, no stakes, no danger at all in this, and I was not interested. So I then, like the idea of undead stormtroopers. Sure, yeah, but like, I don't know. They did could have done so much more with it. Then they have to make this impossible jump. Oh, no, now they have these. Now that these are different guys. Are right. these undead guys too, or are these no, like they're dark troopers? Dark troopers? dark troopers. Dark troopers. So the same guys like that would that were guarding what's his name in Rogue One, right? Right. Um, right. Galen. Galen, not Galen. Um, oh yeah, Galen, but the other guy, uh, <laughs> the Australian oh, uh, guy, Chancellor. Uh, not Chancellor, Chancellor Galron. Uh, Whitehead. No, is that whatever his name. Is? <laughs> anyway, uh, Ben Mendelson. Ben Mendelson. Mendo. Thank you, Mendo. Um, anyway, he. Mandalorian. Uh, those are the dark troopers, and here's a uh, here's a uh, Thrawn sitting around again, and here's the droids, and they're we're ready to go, sir. Engage. Yeah, but he did. This is where I thought he was going to unleash the giant surprise that never well, comes. It's like, yeah. they, and they're just going to take off right from there. From yeah. the uh, like, oh my god, we got to go! And so they start taking off, and then they have to make this jump. And I'm like, oh, and they grab each other and throw each other across. I like the idea that you can double up force powers, but she has had precious little force power. She has had no force power. Yeah, exactly. So is that what you're going to go all in on to make your jump? Like you're gonna go with, and with well, untested force powers. Exactly, you can do it. You can do it. It's like, uh, why? I don't know. Like, no, you can't do it. And in fact, if that were me standing there, he would have fallen to his death. <laughs> That's right. Because I do, I have no force power. Right. And so now we get uh, Ahsoka and yeah. Morgan fighting, and that's a good fight. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's, this it's, is it's, this is the uh, the better of the fights. Yeah, I would say so. so. It's a good, nice, nice yeah. moves in is this. She, is, now, is this, is that a stunt person, or can this is this person actually? Uh, Martial artist. Oh, the actor. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. are actually. This really? actor, I believe, is. Um, oh, I don't remember her name, but she's been in other it's good. films. She's very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think she's done other stuff like martial arts films in in um, Asia. Oh, cool, cool. So yeah, you can tell. I mean, when you're watching the scene, it's like there's a it's a they raise it up a notch. Yeah, yeah, and I think they want this to be a big fight between them. Now, of course, uh, Sabine. I don't get this. It just. They're, they're, it's a little too much. First they went here, and then they went there, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I did this, and then they did that. <laughs> like there's, there's, there, but the stakes are pretty low, and these guys are not hard to defeat. Here's what I don't like about this. I just realized it. It's that they're in the open, in the middle of the room, and right. going like this, and the the stormtroopers are surrounding them. There's no way they should be able to like not get hit at least once. Right. Whereas in the old Star Wars, they were always like on other sides of a room or like right. a hallway or something, and fighting and having they had cover. They had things to block them. They yeah. were behind a corner and shooting. And so that's what this is. This is just like in the middle of a room. It's just stupid. It's a stupid way to fight. So, and so she kills her. Yep. Uh, Ahsoka kills uh, Morgan. Uh, Fairchild. Mor- uh, the, one of the Olsen twins. I can't remember. <laughs> and she falls down. And I kept thinking, why doesn't Thrawn just shoot? down at them which and he finally comes to that conclusion now but he's made it clear he doesn't care if anybody lives down there so why wouldn't he he had fired down there already yeah and just flattened the hell out of them because we need the movie to happen (laughs) yeah to make he would have made it impossible now i like i like ezra on the on the on the bridge of the ship but i was like take this out before it jumps to hyperspace like like he doesn't you've already taken thrawn out once his pride goes there. It is. There's his pride again. Take him down a second time. You know, you know how to take this guy down. So yeah. Do it again. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I just think it's, and, I, and, uh, and then we have Ezra kind of doing the old stormtrooper armor bit where he Should, hides. Shouldn't the Mandalorian Mandalorian outfit have a jetpack on it? Like that's the other thing. That's right. Yes, yeah, Sabine should have a jetpack. That she could should. have solved a lot of problems. Well, and, and yeah, they're very inconsistent about when she wears the yeah. helmet or not. She doesn't. She only wears the helmet yeah. when she doesn't have any lines. I think. So I don't know. I don't like that part of it. Um, and then they have to. Uh, so now, now Ezra's on the Star Destroyer. They're running to catch it. They're not going to make it. And so Sabine and Ahsoka get stuck there and there's a oh no look at those oh yeah we know what's going to happen already yeah of course they, they, it's a trope yeah well the it's like Back off. to the Future yeah, did yeah. this the first time yeah, right jump off the right. cliff and there's a ship there and they can just sit there yeah. and block their, their blasters and it's just no threat at all so again no stakes in this either yeah. And, I, and I knew that, that Hu Yang was going to come up and, and yeah. help save them. He we, could have knew... blown them out of the sky a hundred times over, right, by the exactly. way. Right, <laughs> exactly. Was he just hovering there yeah, waiting? Yeah. No, he just arrived just in time, just as they were able to escape. So then they get away, but they are not able to... Um, now, and I notice also they do not get destroyed by the wake of the ship this time. Like the last ones did. <laughs> the last one destroyed yeah. like three or four different ships, and this doesn't destroy the one destroy the one ship that is sitting there. And I also thought that this okay, they're racing to get close to it. So I thought they had a plan here. Yeah. Where they said they pull a Millennium Falcon and they park on it. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, what I thought like, too. That would like, be smart. Why wouldn't that work? It, but I would assume it would. Yep. But yeah, this is yeah. Once again, it's just. Like, of all the different eventualities that we could see unfold here, the one that happens is the least interesting. Yeah, very much so. You know? The, like, the bad guy got yeah. away with basically nothing, no ill effects of whatever, yeah. just lost some stormtroopers, and they're stuck. So I, I get, like, maybe they're trying to end it on a down note, like the way they ended Empire, but it's and there's going to be a next chapter. But I it's get not that. like Empire in that we're not chomping at the bit to find out what happens next, because the, the, the story threads that are hanging aren't that interesting. Well, and I, it doesn't, we don't have any idea of what to expect yeah. when Thrawn arrives in. You're right, no. we don't know, because we no. have very little, they didn't do any work building up what's happening. Like, they hinted at it with that whole thing at the beginning with, like, that factory that was like an empire and that guy like long live the empire and all, they hinted at something interesting there like this right. under seed this under people who are still loyal to the empire who are working in this new world I would imagine that's who Thrawn's going to contact they're, they're embedded all over the place right and so and even Andor yes that's had right some degree of that yep. so it's like okay we know we know kind of there's this shadow group yes that is that uh, is that is going to yeah. work and try and bring right. the empire back so i imagine thrawn could get in touch with them but i would be more interested in seeing that and how he works with them to come back yeah and i wish that again i would say as soon as we got as, as ironic as this is because i know we complained about the first few episodes but i feel like as soon as we got to this side of the galaxy it got more boring <laughs> Well, Other than the Anakin stuff. Other than the Anakin, whatever that happened. Just everything became too easy. Yes, exactly. When we got to the other galaxy. Yes. And it would have been fascinating if they showed up in some weirdo, you know, like mind-bending anything. You could It could have been anything. It could have been like 2001. We're yeah. like, what the hell am I looking at? It could have been, it could have been that. But all we really know is one planet. Like yeah. how many – like could we do a reading? Could we go, oh, there's 100 planets in the solar system? There's a whole there's, other galaxy yeah. of civilizations out there, right. just like the Star Wars one but different. Like or, there could have been so much more to that. Now I think we, we're getting to a place where we start to hint at that here at the very, very, very end. 
Um, and th- that this would have probably been something that would have been cool to introduce earlier. And that's where we see our friend Balin here at the very finally. By the way, oh, yeah. the whole time we were watching, about him. The whole time we were watching this episode, I kept thinking Balin and his apprentice, whose name I never remember. I kept thinking they're going to show up and turn the tables. They're yeah. going to show yeah. up. They're going to take the ship back. That's right. They, they were not gonna, involved at all. Right. They were involved in nothing. Yeah. Leading up to the uh, leading into this. Which is a which was very disappointing, especially considering that the actor is dead. Yeah, and Ray Stevenson's dead, and so we're not like who knows? Maybe we'll never come back to what his character is up to. I find that hard to believe. Well, they left but, it fairly open ended, yeah, and they, they certainly did. imply that he was going to be doing something else next season. Like yeah. I didn't feel get the feeling that he. I don't know. Well, but he's, I, he's going back to the origin of the Force, right? So here, here's his apprentice. Yeah, and she and I first thought she was going to slaughter. This group of uh, it's the bandits that we saw earlier. Yeah, yeah. I thought she's gonna slaughter them, and it's like, no, she's gonna. I guess she's gonna be their leader. Oh, okay. Like that's, that's what, what this means. Here? I think yeah, because this is not. I'm gonna kill you. This is a. I dub myself leader of your sad. <laughs> <laughs> the guy stands like, up like, huh? Yeah, right. I'm cooking my breakfast yeah. here. Huh? And then okay. we see him, and he's got. He's now also the Balin looking. stuff here is probably the most interesting stuff in okay. the entire. Episode. Yeah, because they have this yeah. this carving of the of the yeah. whoever that is. The and it father, looks like him. the son, and the daughter's head has been exploded. Yeah, and he looks he looks very. Uh, and he's looking at Mordor, oh, yeah. <laughs> Mordor. over in the over in. The, well, there's a mountain in the distance that right. he's looking at. There, could you see it? Yes, I can see it. It's got like a glowing eye. It's got something on it. Yeah. <laughs> And so he's like, I am going to go discover the origins of the force, but not in this season. <laughs> Biatches. Come back next yeah. season. And this, okay, and this might be my more, most frustrating scene. Um, and when Ezra comes back. Oh, yes. And, uh, okay, so you know, at the beginning of the season, um, a, an Imperial ship landed and they killed everybody on board the Rebel <laughs> ship. Right. So here we are at the end. The Imperial ship lands again, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Ezra, little Ezra, decides I'm going to leave the stormtrooper helmet on <laughs> when I get off this ship. Right? Yeah, exactly. Eh? What? <laughs> he just walks off like a like a stormtrooper. He's going to leave yeah. the entire. Really, could have just like once he was in the ship, he could have yeah. just taken the armor off. So we skip the part where he escapes. Right. We skip that. Yep. What do? You, maybe it's a bad idea to escape. Maybe you should be embedded on that ship. I thought Thrawn. he was going to stay. Yes. I really thought he was going to stay, and we would have like yeah. the flipped flipped around yeah. situation. Oh, yes. I escaped. All right, so he escaped. They all come out. They've learned nothing because they still let Imperial sh- shuttles land. Yes, that's right. <laughs> this will, the, it'll never happen. They're just going to watch him get off this thing. Right. Very over dramatic, but obviously done for effect. Right. Right. Is this a, and, and for a second, I didn't think it was anybody but Ezra. Like, come on. Of course it is. I thought I was hoping it wasn't going to be. I was hoping it'd be Leia or something. I was hoping. Oh yeah, that, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I was surprise hoping it was going to be somebody, someone else who was going to surprise us. Yeah. But. No, it's not a surprise. Yeah. And uh, he walks out like a stormtrooper and only yeah. Chopper. Only Chopper recognizes smells him. him. <laughs> smells him. <laughs> Chopper knows. He's, he's got the distinct smell of Ezra. <laughs> That's right. He's like, oh, this stormtrooper loves Chopper. No, it's Ezra. Of course it's Ezra. Come on. We so know he, that. Yeah, so he takes off the helmet and he goes, uh, he goes, what's up, bitches? Hey. <laughs> I'm back. Um, he says I'm home, doesn't he? <laughs> Uh, he something says, like hi, Hera, I think. Hi, Does Hera. he say? Something like that. And um, and it's it's all kind of underwhelming. Yep. 
not really uh, something I care about. Um, now, I one thing I want to mention here is that I did not know uh, that in this her Hera yeah. is played by Mary Elizabeth yeah. Winstead. Yeah, I did not know who that was. She's I, I know who that is, but I yeah. didn't know she's married to Ian McGregor. Yeah. Um, didn't know who that. That's she's in uh, Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, uh, she's she was in. I think it was uh, Fargo with you and McGregor. That's how yeah. they met. But I didn't recognize her under the makeup and the headtails. I didn't realize that was her. <laughs> Completely unrecognizable to me. And uh, we end with our money shot here with. Uh... Where Anakin, Ghost Anakin is... Uh... Oh, yeah. So now we're kind of... Lead, leads me to believe that she's going to be here and Ghost Anakin is going to be training her, maybe helping with Sabine. Uh, you know, lead her to the origin of the forest where Balin is. Maybe. Right. Yes. Yeah. So now we have two again. Yeah. We have two different stories happening. We have them stuck on the one side of the galaxy with Balin, and then we have Ezra and the rebels back. Yeah. So almost like they're going to be those guys against Thrawn, and then this one happening on this side. But I just don't see the point. Why can't we all just be happy? Why can't it all happen on in the regular galaxy? Why did we even have to come over here? You know, what was the point of all? He could of have it? just shown up, and we right. We, it just it, it, it just seemed like a waste yeah. of time for all. This. They introduce a lot of elements, and then none of it stays. I don't know. And why wouldn't he be interested in the origin of the forest or that mountain or well, whatever? Like he, he 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 doesn't even know. It's not even on his radar. Like what 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 was there to do over there anyway? And not there much. was no real reference to heir to the empire to the elements from from no. the from the book. They used that line to tease us in the trailer, but really, it has nothing to do with this. They just took the character of Thrawn from that book and are doing nothing with him. Apparently, <laughs> he's very boring. They should. Well, he should. It's okay if he's boring. If he's also like a psychopath who's calculating and has it all figured out before you do, it can right. be really scary. But he is not. That he isn't. It's not materialized. If no. anything, he's learned nothing. Yeah, and because I, he's like, I'll never have that kid thwart me again. And me, the kid stowed away on his ship a second yeah, time. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. But um, I, I once again, I'm happy to see Hayden Christensen one more time. But. I don't know. It's it, it it was a real like to me the big danger of this episode is Star Wars becomes Marvel where everything's a teaser for something. That's else. right. That's what and I think that's and, what and this I don't is. want that. I don't want that for Star Wars. No, because like, Star Wars never like they. I think they tried for a minute to to pump out the content when Solo came out and then they yeah. uh, that failed so they backed off. And I really do think that was the reason that Solo failed. I don't think it was because no. of, it was whatever they said. Um, Most people didn't even know that movie came out. Exactly, right. It, it was, was too, so it was, stealth. It was too yeah. it was too soon after the last Star Wars movie. People yeah. didn't understand it. And even Rogue One was also a bit confusing. People yeah. just didn't get it and they didn't know that that's how you could watch Star Wars. Um, and But now we have all these other ways of watching it and it's like you have to kind of need to be consistent with this stuff, yeah. right? It's just not consistent. It feels like they are setting up stuff, but it's not fun to watch the setup, you know? It's just you want to watch the meaningful stuff, the stuff that actually matters to the story, and it just felt like nothing here mattered. It might very well lead to something great, and that's good, and it is very promising what it could lead to, or it's not. Or <laughs> or we see something that's just more teaser. I just think if this had been 40 years ago, yeah. this would have been one movie, two, yeah. two hours, that's and we right. would have been done with it. Now instead we got eight episodes of this we have to slog through. Now we're going to get a second season of eight episodes. Well, by definition, <laughs> anything that comes after this will be more interesting because the setup sure. really took its time. Oh, sure. I, I hope so. I really hope the second and season's better. It took its time without laying the backstory down. And I think that, and, and, and that's the missed opportunity. And they 
skipped a lot. Like a lot of times, they referred to backstory without actually showing it to us. And I think like a lot of the stuff with yeah. Hira and, or sorry, with um, Ahsoka and Sabine and that yeah. kind of stuff. Like I would have loved to have seen that. I would have loved to have seen something with Ezra and and Thrawn on yeah. that planet, like Ezra thwarting Thrawn. Or yeah, something like that that would have been interesting. Like just more of of the too much stuff happens off screen. <laughs> like. Thrawn is this guy who's figured it all out. He's a one step ahead of everybody, but except Ezra. Yes. And Ezra constantly thwarts him, and he, and because he just comes from a different place in his thoughts. I love that idea. It could be great, but once again, that's not really built into anything. It's just like Thrawn hasn't learned. Yeah. It's like our key takeaway. And then Ezra, I don't use a lightsaber, except I'm building one now. Yeah. And, you know, I just think that, like, it's those character things that if they got those down, this would be, this could be fascinating, this plot. Mm-hmm. But it's just something, I don't know. It's like they rushed it or something. Yeah. Oh, they probably did. Not the I production. Would... The production's great. But they, they rushed. They rushed the in writing. In terms of story, maybe there isn't. I mean, hey, look, t- it takes a long time to write a great story. And you have to go back and edit and write and edit and you got to strike while the iron's hot and so I get it I get that they have to push this stuff out but it it's like you could just assemble the pieces. I wish somebody would assemble this into an hour and a half movie. Yeah, so you I think it'd be good. I bet you that yeah. that uh, that would be cut it all like they did with the uh, the the yeah. what's his name did Topher Grace did yeah. it with the first trilogy or the prequel trilogy. Yeah. yeah, just cut it down to the good stuff, and you could probably get a yeah. good movie out of it for sure. I think you could. Yep. And there and there's good slow stuff and good fast stuff that you could uh, that you could edit together. Yeah. And I love the way the uh, the se- the series started on the uh, on the. Um, on the ship and stuff. I like, love Carson. Like, Carson is always great to see. Yeah, His absolutely. His involvement was great. Absolutely. So. And we got, and we did get one fantastic episode, which is the one, the World Between Worlds episode. Yeah, that was really good. Well, yes, I'm so happy that we got that episode. But everything around it, like, so we got one great episode, two fine episodes, and then some not great episodes. <laughs> that's really, so the, out of eight, we had probably three that were. Uh, yeah, and three, that's not that good. Solid. That's not good it's enough. a little low. Yep, I agree. Yeah. But we'll see what uh, what happens next. What's the next one coming out? Do you know? It's probably Skeleton Crew. Okay. In the new year. Okay. Well, we'll see how that one is. But uh, in the meantime, we'll keep uh, watching other stuff and talking about Star Wars. I hope. Well, I hope Skeleton Crew. It might take us back. It's, it runs at the same time as Mandalorian and Ahsoka, so it might take us back to this galaxy, and maybe, maybe. that's what they're planning to do. Well, but again, it's the Marvel problem. Too many yeah. different things going on, and yeah. none of it is engaging on its own. Right. And it it doesn't really work well together. Either. Anyway, it's it, I think the art trying to do that and I think that is the problem so it's like doing a movie about Rubik's Cube and doing the color red in the first movie yes and then doing the color green and then doing whatever color yellow yeah, so and by the time you get to the end you get the full worry, cube don't worry we're gonna shuffle this coming soon like the Rubik's Cube will get shuffled but you gotta sit through whatever how many sides are there to a Rubik's Cube six is I it a six-sided cube? It's I don't even know how many sides a in a Rubik's cube. cube. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> let's end it there. Let's end it. How many sides on a Rubik's Cube is the question I of the just day. exposed myself for not, not knowing math. <laughs> okay. That's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabunker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you in the ass. I'm taking an awful risk, man.